All right. What's going on? So the kinks are worked out. Yeah, at least we can use the phones for now until uh, we figure something else out. Decide we want to do something else. All right, all right. What's up, guys? You have just stepped into the dark blue. This is Zach, and I'm here with Josh. What's up, guys? How you doing? Today, we're going to be talking about isolation and me time. But before we get that going, I'm thirsty. I'm a little thirsty. What are you drinking today? Today, I got a Real Ale Brewing Company Swifty. I've never had a Swifty. <laughs> Apparently, it's a... <laughs> uh, it's a Texas thing. So I'm going to try this out. It's a APA, American Pale Ale. Ooh. Is that a thing? It is a thing, yes. And on the, the front here, it says there's always time for a Swifty. You can just catch the meaning from that. And I'm going to go ahead and taste this. Oh, wow. Okay. First thing that comes to mind, I'm getting a lot of lawn clippings. <laughs> I love uh, the fresh cut grass, though. It, it's the smell of it, and now you get the taste of it. So this is that refreshing moment where you smell the job well done in the front yard. <laughs> a Swifty APA. I, I actually, what's that? Those perfectly straight lines in the grass. Yeah, I was trained to do that. My dad said that was a good thing. Oh, totally. So uh, what you drinking? Um, I have got a Breakside Wanderlust IPA. Uh, with us talking about isolation and things of that sort today, I've, uh, I got the Wanderlust um, because it, it really appeals to me in that aspect. I love traveling alone, and I love camping alone and things like that. Uh, not to mention it has beautiful watercolor lone wolf on the label. It looks pretty, pretty nice. Tell us how it tastes. Oh man. Yeah, this is really nice. Yeah. Like, super refreshing and uh, low IBU that I really like. Pretty citrus forward, which I like. Uh, yeah, IBU is, is the uh, the bitterness level essentially. Yeah, sometimes you know these beers with the high IBUs can taste less bitter because they have a good balance of other ingredients and things of that sort. But uh, and that's actually how this one is. It's very very well balanced and refreshing and tasty. I love it. So let's talk a little bit about when we're needing that time to ourselves, why that's important and why we should do that and where those places that we go that might be dark are actually places that reveal to us some things that we need to see and come to terms with or just maybe it can be dangerous. Definitely. So, um, you know, I've I've been... I've been diagnosed with mild depression. Uh, I've been diagnosed with adult ADD, which I don't know why they call it adult ADD. I think it's still yeah. ADD, but uh, a little bit later in life, I was about 25 years old when they when someone diagnosed me with ADD. And there, you know, there's a level of anxiety that comes with ADD because your mind is so much all over the place that um, it's overwhelming at times, and it kind of kind of drives you into this this place of anxiety and uh, paranoia and fear sometimes. Um, of of the things going on around you. You know, I've had some moments where those things have, have put me in some pretty difficult places. You know, aside from that, it's definitely, like, out, outside of those issues, there's, you know, your normal day-to-day just kind of feeling feeling blue, feeling down, and that sort of thing that, that gives you the chance to, to separate yourself, isolate yourself, and and really reconnect with uh, where you're at in life and, and who you are. That's, uh, I think, a really good place to start, start talking today and see where we go. 
whenever I get anxious and feel just scattered and have to get my thoughts together, I kind of retreat. And sometimes I retreat in places where I shouldn't or where it's not really socially acceptable to (laughs) at work, on the job when I need to be fully together. And I'll just kind of quiet down and really try to psychoanalyze my thoughts. And it comes across as me just being blank. And it's just stresses, stresses of the world, feeling these negative thoughts and letting them fester. There's got to be a good place to go when you're feeling like that. And sometimes we don't have the chance to go there. Do you have any place in particular that you go? Yeah, man. You know, I've got I've got some different scenarios for, for myself personally. Like I'll be feeling really down and self-conscious and things like that. And all I want to do is just close the fucking blinds and lay down my couch and watch Netflix. You know, <laughs> I have those days. I just cover up with a blanket and just binge watch Black Mirror. But those moments are really healthy for me in a way because I find some perspective in the movies that I watch and the shows that I watch and the songs that I listen to. And I'm able to connect with those on an emotional level, on a spiritual level uh, that really help me kind of come back to center and figure out what I need to be doing and what I need to change in those moments when I'm just really struggling. For me, music's a little more sacred. If I feel a certain way and a song that I'm listening to is expressing that, I need to be in line with that in some way. You know, there's some Radiohead songs I love out there, but I can't listen to Radiohead all the time. Right. There's a time for certain music. If your brain is constantly scattered and anxious, you you need a place that you can replenish and rest, something that doesn't provide any distractions. I have to step away. Sometimes I go to the park and just immerse myself in nature. And you like to do some hiking too, right? You have a great area for hiking. Being up here in the Pacific Northwest, man, I have so many options. Like, I can literally go do a different trail every day of the year, and it's uh, it's it's pretty phenomenal. Um, and it's such a great way to separate from the world at hand and uh, just be alone with my thoughts. That's <laughs> that's kind of the juxtaposition between the you know laying on the couch in the dark watching Netflix um, is the being on the sunshine, being on a trail and instilling a mild fear of bears and cougars, <laughs> upping that adrenaline a little bit and getting things flowing, getting the energy flowing and all that. And it's different, but it's very, still very much the same. Do you find your best ideas come to you when you're alone in that time or you really need that time to just kind of gather your thoughts again and recover from like a heavy week? Yeah, you know, I think it's a good combination of the two. When I find myself in pretty deep isolation or solitude, I, I do tend to come come up with some of my how what I feel are my best creative moments my best creative ideas and inspirations things like that even when I'm alone walking around the city I'll get my best ideas in those moments when I just can think and not have the outside noise distracting me from my thoughts I feel like most of the time I really am someone who hides away and I feel guilty for that. Um, I feel guilty for closing the door and, and sitting back and just having some me time. Maybe it's just the point of life that I'm in right now. I, I, I really cherish and enjoy having that me time where I can think about and process the week and try to understand why these anxious feelings I have come over me so overwhelmingly. I, I try to process each one and file them out and kind of give them um, some meaning. Then I get the guilt and I guess it's just compounded and just becomes worse and worse and then you know sometimes I have to go to a place where I'm really familiar with everything like I have to go down the street to a bookstore and walk the aisles I want to be near people but not engage with them that's how I get through it kind of drives my wife crazy when when I'm like let's just go to you know half price books let's just check it out she knows that I need that though sometimes I just need to get out but not do anything crazy 
yeah, those those comforts of home or those comforts of whatever things that we really connect to and find solace in. Those those things are definitely important. Man, it's so awesome that Amanda recognizes when you need that, you know, to have somebody who supports you in that way and can just say, okay, this is what you need to do. This is what we're going to do. Because like sometimes, I don't know about you, but like I have moments where I get in that more negative space, that more negative headspace where it's just like doomsday and self-loathing, you know? I went through a period like that recently where I I had a falling out with a friend of mine and just, you know, a little argument kind of thing or whatever. And some things were said that I was a little disappointed in. I was I was a little just frustrated with and and I kind of overcompensated and I started getting to this place where it's like, oh, all my friends are not talking to me. I'm not talking to them and everyone's too busy for me and nobody cares and blah, blah, blah. And like in my head there's this self-consciousness there's this growing like what the fuck is wrong with me kind of thing what did i do wrong and it it's just this downward spiral it gets dangerous man it can be dangerous and having people in our lives who can recognize that and help bring us out of that is so so wonderful like we always say that dark blue community that close-knit group of people that can recognize when you maybe you just aren't saying anything like you've you've caught me in times where i just had like a blue week like just a dark dark blue week and you've you know you check in with me hey how's it going and i'm just like i'm just not feeling anything i'm just not believing in myself or anything that's going on around me and i'm just having that kind of week so we really need that to be a good friend is to recognize that and to and to find out how to pull each other out of that being alone in that too long it's got to be dangerous oh absolutely not to get too dark or anything but Mm -hmm. but yeah, the suicide rate for men around the world is just insane. Guys, guys just don't really get the opportunity or are not encouraged to talk about where they're at in life as much as they should be. And it's so important. My, my girlfriend, Hallie, she just has taught me the value of therapy over the last, over the last couple of years, just how much of a difference it can make in your life. And even when you don't have really crazy things like deep seated issues and terrible parents and, and, you know, all these issues of abuse or whatever, even when you don't have those things in your life, having a therapist and having somebody like a third party to talk to who doesn't have involvement in the things that you're dealing with, it, it's just invaluable. It's, it's phenomenal. Man, I guess the best therapy you can have is just flat out talking to somebody. Just tell them how you feel. And yeah, there are definitely services available you can go to that that offer that kind of thing. And and even just having just having a good friend that you can talk to and you can just vent to, who's not gonna judge you or offer too much advice and just is willing to listen to you and what you're dealing with. Um, you know, they, even that can make a big difference. So let's talk about how being alone can actually strengthen the relationships with the people around you. When you spend time with yourself alone, gathering your thoughts, you gain a better understanding of who you are and what you believe in and what your dreams are and what you desire in life. And you're actually more likely to make better choices about who you want to be around. You know, for me, for me personally, I experienced that pretty, pretty intensely when I moved up to Seattle from Texas. You know, I was uh, married at the time and, and uh, shortly after I moved up here, she and I split up. I was in a brand new place all alone, essentially didn't know anybody here. And uh, all I had to do uh, was pretty much 
look at myself and uh, my my own qualities and my own flaws and all of those things and how I can uh, how I can work on those things and and use them in future relationships. They give you a chance for a clean slate, which is kind of exciting too. You can be who you have been dreaming about if you take your alone time the right way. If you get to that point in your alone time where you can recognize that this is the chance to have a clean slate. If every alone time that you have is a clean slate, that's a good thing. You can bounce off of that and chase after those dreams and with more fervor than you had. The more time we spend learning about ourselves, the more time we can spend changing ourselves and improving ourselves, you know. Which makes us better for people around us too. Those friends that we make, we're just, we're better for them and it's just chain reaction. We're better for them, they're better for us. And if more people did that, it would be this crazy echo effect. You have pretty big network of, of people in your in your life on a daily basis. You know, you have your work, your customers, your coworkers, you have your parents, Amanda's parents, and friends on top of that. How would you say that your alone time has helped you improve uh, as a person, and how has it affected those relationships? I internalize a lot of things and I hyper analyze situations that have gone by and I've had to accept that. After I analyze, it's important to deconstruct, build that tower of fear, but learn how to deconstruct it down to a level that you can get back out there and help others deconstruct their fear towers. I've had to exercise this thing where, to put it simply, to turn it off, shut down these fears. They're irrational. You never know what's going to happen. You don't know how things are actually going to turn out. Every time I try to picture something that's going to happen that makes me anxious, wow, that was completely different than what I pictured in my mind. But that alone time for me to analyze and deconstruct let me exercise this new ability to to shut things off in a way that says, hey, it's it's this fear inside me that jumps around, it migrates. When I say, okay, I'm not going to worry about this or be fearful about this certain part of my life, it jumps to another part and you have to deconstruct that tower. It's not just one tower. Fear is going to jump around. It's going to go down to lower levels. It's constant battle. But if you can learn how to do that, I've helped friends learn how to, hey, don't worry about it. That's easier said than done. Just see how it plays out and then deal with it there. Take it as it comes. It's allowed me to create this new ability, also help other people. You know, and it's 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 crazy to me how how much fear affects our lives and affects our decisions and really that's it's the main thing that keeps us from accomplishing so much <laughs> is fear fears actually coming to fruition are are so unlikely we're just we're really just holding ourselves back for no reason quite honestly this podcast was a big one for me you know i was really excited about the concept of it and everything but the whole idea of getting you know my voice and my face and everything out there on a regular basis and and really just making it happen just having that attention from from whatever happens you know that was a big fear for me getting this thing started you know i find now that you know when you and i step out here and we do this and we just make it happen um that i i get so much fulfillment and excitement from even just sitting and doing these recordings that uh, it really just, it, it brings a sense of positivity to my day, to my life that uh, I don't think I would have otherwise. And it just, it helps me, it helps fuel me and keep me going through my week. These recordings even are a kind of alone time because, you know, we're, we're doing this remotely. And so I'm not actually sitting in the room with you. Even this is a, a bit of an, a kind of an alone time and a way to work through some thoughts that I'm having and uh, work through them with somebody that I trust when you're finding that alone time and you get too alone and you, you become lonely, it leads to depression. And if we can 
you know, we can find that happiness and change and, and actually summon up the, the energy because it's in there. It's just, it's deep down in there and sometimes it's deeper for others. And biochemically, I understand that sometimes it, it's harder for others too. I totally get that. Being aware of that and, and helping others out that might be on a different level, I have to pull or dig deeper we're all pulling towards the same light. Just all about meeting each other where we are and using our own experiences to, and understandings of the world to help people. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious, where do, like, where do you like to go? What do you like to do that really helped encourage you and, uh, and build you up? I like driving to places that I know. Um, going to the park is more of a way for me to observe things outside of me. Processes completely separate from me. Late at night is when I get anxiety and just almost a depression mm. and worry. And that's when I realize, like, wow, it's really dark and heavy. It's not rational at all. And that's when I start deconstructing it. And I've heard that it's actually like a buildup of stress and cortisol. Like, your body is mm -hmm. building this up. And the best way to get right. release it is go for a run, you go for a jog, work out. But I, I recognize it and I can I can actually kind of go back to sleep. And and while I'm laying there, I can look outside and there's usually at least some kind of star. I look at it and I just think the problems <laughs> I have right now, not that they're insignificant, they're significant here, but out there it's just out there there's some little pebble that's rolling over from some kind of cosmic wind it's so <laughs> peaceful and tranquil and it's got its own world mm -hmm. there's chaos out there too and it's just so far removed from what i'm experiencing and i find peace in that and if the moon's out there it's even better i, I can just stare at the moon and just fall to sleep actually one of my favorite things one of my favorite things to do is to go to one of my favorite bars and order a beer and sit there and write poetry or write a blog uh, really helps me work through some of my personal thoughts and also uh, gives me a place to create a place for communication you know create a place for a conversation between between me and others about what I'm dealing with and it's it's pretty amazing how you know when I when I do that I'll I'll sit there and I'll write a I'll write a blog post or I'll write a poem and then share it on social media or something because um, I really want to get something out there for people to relate to and have have that conversation about and it's amazing how many people connect to how I'm feeling at the moment and what I'm dealing with and it helps me feel like I'm not as alone as I feel in the moment. I mean, do you feel like your poetry speaks to how you're feeling in the moment? Or? Yeah, I mean, usually personally, I write poetry based on inspiration in the moment usually if i'm having a certain feeling or a certain thought about the world about life um i'll usually just start writing about it just start writing it down um, typically it comes from one line that pops into my mind about it about whatever the topic is you know and just this good combination of words <laughs> and i'll write that line down and kind of flow from there just kind of let my thoughts and my feelings kind of release into the paper whatever it becomes it becomes and usually i'll do some editing afterward yeah when you get to that point you can almost re-inspire yourself and the moments that you don't feel inspired just going the extra mile to push yourself to do something creative like that provides a way to feel re-inspired about yourself and who you are and how far you've come but that's what the stark blue has been all about the past the present the stark blue is the future things that we don't know things that we do know each step that we take is a step into this dark blue. Re-inspiring yourself like you do is super important. And mm -hmm. it, it can be hard to be able to do that, but having that support around you to push you to get to that point, it's so worth it. 
Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I don't know, I'm sure as a, another creative person, you've experienced that feeling of accomplishment when you, when you write something or you create something that's just on point, you know, and you just sit back and take a deep breath and you're just like, shit, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> Especially if it can help somebody else or inspired and i feel like through your poetry you're really good at that your collection of nomad psalms is really poignant and really is you at the time that you were in that moment and there's more to come from you and it's a growing process that's why it's exciting to grow as friends together because we get to see these different parts of each other i've seen that same kind of same kind of growth in you and the other guys that we that we spend our time with and it's, it's just really awesome to see that process in people and how can somebody who doesn't know where they have a, a fortress of solitude, how can they find that? Such a good question, man. I think it has a lot to do with being willing to be in tune with yourself and what you need. We're so busy and we're so chaotic all the time now in this in this world with all the technology and all that stuff. You know, it's so easy to lose ourself in the world. And, you know, while I'm while I'm not religious anymore, there are certain things that still stand out in my mind, certain you know, biblical verses and things like that. And one of them is uh, from Romans 13, and it talks about uh, being being in the world, but not of the world, and just being able to interact with the world and inspire and, and whatever it is that you're doing to improve the world around you, but not getting so wrapped up in it that you are distracted by it. I think that that's so important now, you know, being able to put down the phone and recognize that like, oh, I, I feel like shit, I should probably eat better food or exercise or I'm sad all the time. Why am I sad all the time? What do I need to do about it? Being able to recognize the things that bring you joy and the sense of accomplishment that help you to move forward. It's beautiful. You can always get cats too, you know? guys we want to thank you so much for listening in today and hopefully this podcast is an opportunity for you to have some of that alone time we've been talking about and uh help you find what brings you solace what brings you peace your fortress of solitude as josh said that fortress of solitude and i say that because it's that's superman's way of finding himself and he is arguably one of the greatest superheroes on that side of the superhero board yeah, absolutely. I love that. <laughs> I think we definitely all have our version of the Fortress of Solitude, and that is poignant, I think, across all time, uh, how much we need that as men, being able to uh, reconnect with ourselves and and find peace so we can uh, not be short-fused or short-tempered anyway and treat people the way they deserve to be treated just as we do. So, If you need help finding that place of comfort and finding yourself, feel free to reach out to us. You can message us at into the underscore dark blue on Instagram, or you can do so at into the dark blue.com and we will definitely get back to you. We also have a Facebook page, believe it or not. <laughs> you guys can find me at cowboysupernova.com or on Instagram at thecowboysupernova. You guys can find me at rarejewel.com or find me at Breaking of Light on Instagram. There you'll find photography and poetry. Go check it out. So find yourself, be alone, but don't be too alone because we're here for you guys. Let me just take a second to say I am wearing this new sheath gear and I'm freaking loving it. We're working with some friends at Sheath Underwear and for you guys who haven't heard of it, it's like upgrading from a studio apartment to a two-bedroom 
for your junk. <laughs> there's no rubbing, there's no chafing, and I refuse to wear anything else. I'm wearing some right now. I've got a sheath hat on. They have more than just underwear. And I basically switched out my entire wardrobe of underwear for these sheath ones. They're amazing. Yeah. Go to sheathunderwear.com and use the promo code DARKBLUE, all caps, DARKBLUE, and get 25% off your first order. That's a big deal, guys. Like, seriously. It is. It's awesome.